Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For I say to you that in heaven their angels. The Lord Jesus Christ revealed in this passage in the book of Matthew chapter 18 that little ones, little children, Children of God have angels. For their angels, for their angels, we have angels, my friends. You and I, we have guardian angels that follow us, that serve alongside of us, ministering to us. God's angels are ministering spirits, my friends, who have a mission to serve you and I. They are ministering spirits. And I've noticed in a quarter over a quarter of a century of ministry around the globe, I've noticed that angels really really do enjoy being called upon during the ministry of exorcism. As they are here to assist us and are ready to be called upon in battle. I've seen hundreds and hundreds of angelic miracles. Some pretty astounding miracles of that. For a few years, I served within the Methodist Church, and I witnessed stunning, incredibly stunning, miraculous, angelic activity during our weekly deliverance services. I even wrote on these experiences in a small book titled Exorcisms in the Methodist Church. Now, I'll be honest, some of the some of the miracles were hard for many to believe as they were as many people never had witnessed anything like it before. However, the angels, the holy angels of the living God, assisted us greatly in restraining those with strong demon powers within their bodies. Remember, the scripture says very clearly in the book of Hebrews chapter 1, are not all angels ministering spirits? They like ministering. They do. 
and on this presentation, on this live presentation that's being broadcasted throughout the world, we have listeners in every continent, nearly every continent of the globe. I'm hoping to share some of my recent experiences with holy angels, as I have seen them in action while we're conducting exorcisms here in North America and around the world. I'm going to be sharing some of these experiences with you, these most recent experiences in the past few months. Now, I understand I have not done a – it's hard to believe – I have not conducted a live presentation on this, on this show in many, many months. But I'm glad to be behind this microphone to be with you, to share with you the simply stunning angelic miracles I have seen during exorcism on today's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance, my friends. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the Jesus Freak Salute from the Voice of the Martyrs. After World War II, the border between Ukraine and Romania is heavily guarded for two reasons. To keep Ukrainians in and keep Bibles out. One winter night, Soviet guards spot four fresh sets of footprints in the snow heading toward the freedom of Romania and Western Europe. The guards hastily follow the tracks further and further away from the four Christians who had left those footprints. You see, the four men weren't escaping the Ukraine. They were Romanian missionaries carrying Bibles into the Ukraine. They had walked backwards across the border, leaving boot prints that led the Soviet guards the opposite direction. For more tales of creative outreach, go online to persecution.com. If you were at risk of arrest every time you went to church... Would you remain faithful in your walk with Christ? China Aid Association reported that on November 12th, police officers from the Anhui and Bozu Bureau of Religion raided a house church and arrested more than 10 believers. Some believers were not released until that afternoon. The police also confiscated items belonging to the church. In spite of these raids, believers in China remain faithful. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians in over 50 nations around the world, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Dial 875-VOICE today. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. extensively throughout the world. In fact, on this most recent mission tour, I traveled on to Europe, Africa, Asia, 
connected ministry at the beginning of this mission in New York City, north here in North America. On this trip alone, I traveled to four different continents ministering the gospel. And that's the one reason why I've not been able to get to this behind this microphone to be with you. I mean, just in this past six months of 2013, we have literally traveled, I think, over 120-some days. Incredible amount of time traveling here, there, everywhere for the gospel. But I'm very thankful that I've been able to get back behind this microphone today to be with you, conducting this live presentation. We're focusing on today's presentation on the subject of holy angels, them, their their service, their ministry unto us, for they enjoy ministering alongside of us. They're ministering spirits. And here in a moment, we're gonna, I'm going to be sharing some of the experiences and encounters I had with the angels in South Africa, where we connected our most recent mission. However, I, I, not only do I want to speak on the experiences in South Africa, but on some of the recent Angelic miracle, miracles we've witnessed here in North America. God's angels are ministering spirits, and I want to share with you some encouraging acts of the supernatural that will inspire you. I really truly believe that will inspire you to believe God's angels are here with us to serve alongside of us. Now, before I get to sharing some of these fascinating stories with you, I want to encourage you to get in touch with me. As many of you know, I've written nearly 40 books and booklets on the subject of the occult, spiritual warfare, demonism, exorcism, on false religious belief systems, on theology, on the sacraments, books that I wrote with the hopes of inspiring, encouraging, equipping, training you. One book that I wrote some 10 years ago, in fact, I, I believe, yeah, I think this year is our 10th anniversary of this one book titled Exploring the Unknown, the Strange, and the Supernatural by Zulon Press. This, I think it's 130 pages, 125-page book. It's a small book, but it's jam-packed with stories, supernatural stories, real-life encounters with the demonic, the power of Jesus Christ overcoming the demonic, displayed right here in this book. A titled Exploring the Unknown, the Strange, and the Supernatural, an eye-opening analysis of the evil supernaturalism in our world. This book, though it's 10 years old, it was published 10 years ago, it's still one of our most popular books here at this mission. I want to offer this book for you for free, absolutely free. Now, we have a limited supply, obviously, but if you email me today at j at jbartlett.org, j-a-y at jbartlett.org, Request Exploring the Unknown, the Strange, and the Supernatural, and I'll and be sure to send me your physical address, your mailing address, and I will be sure to send this book to you. Now, I'm only offering this book to those of you lis- uh, listening and uh, in Europe and North America. Now, those of you who are living outside of uh, Europe and North America and you want some of our free materials, I would encourage you to go to jbartlett.org. You can download many of our books for free. And I believe they will encourage you to be a blessing in your life. Now, the book is titled Exploring the Unknown, the Strange and the Supernatural, and an eye-opening analysis of the evil supernaturalism in our world. Now, this book is fascinating. As I look at the table of contacts, 
contents. I, I, I really believe this is why this book is, remains our, one of our more popular books. Uh, we discuss the doorways to dangerous demons in Chapter 1. And in Chapter 3, for example, we, we explore the subject of dissociation, titled Exploring the Unknown Realms of the Soul Nature. In Part 2, titled Strange Creatures of the Night, we look at the subject of ancient monsters, ghosts, vampirism. In Part 3, we discuss supernatural exorcism. I share real-life encounters I had with those involved in devil worship and witchcraft in the occult. In Part 4, I discuss the horrifying acts of Satan. I discuss hauntings and how to overcome hauntings and ghosts. In Part 5, I discuss the dark beliefs of the underworld, specifically Satanism, voodoo, black magic. And then Part 6, I end the book with a part titled Overcoming Evil Supernaturalism, Lessons I Have Learned in Overcoming Evil. This book, Exploring the Unknown, the Strange of the Supernatural, can be yours for free today. Just simply email me at j at jbartlett.org, j at jbartlett.org. I believe this book, you get your hands on it, it's free. It'll be a blessing into your life. Now, if you have an opportunity, and if you have the resources, and you are able and you like to give cheerfully, because I, I do not want you giving grudgingly. If you, give, if you want to give cheerfully, I would encourage you to get to our uh, main website, jbartlett.org. Go to the donate page and donate to this mission. You could, you could donate $50, $100, $300, Whatever the Holy Spirit leads you, you give. So we can continue this mission on throughout the globe. As I mentioned earlier, God's angels are ministering spirits who have a mission to service. And I've noticed the angels really do enjoy being called upon during the ministry of deliverance as they are here to assist us, and they're ready to be called on in battle. Recently, I was in Richmond, Virginia, and I called upon the angels, and they came. I'm going to share some of those experiences with you because I believe they'll inspire you. Now, at the beginning of the meeting in Richmond, Virginia, the demons started to manifest quite quite immediately. There were some very aggressive demons in that meeting. One Catholic man seated at the back of the meeting hall manifested animal-like spirits that growled like a wild beast. They were literally disfiguring his face grotesque, in a grotesque manner. And during the entire meeting, demons were manifesting and being confronted in the name of Jesus. And on that night, many souls were freed from evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, one of the first individuals we ministered to was an 18-year-old girl named Nadia from Eastern Europe who was brought to the meeting by her parents. Adopted at age three from a short-staffed orphanage, she was filled with rage and sadness. Now, not knowing anything about this, about her biological parents, obviously brought intense, immense pain into her life, unfathomable pain. All she knew was rejection and abandonment. Her pain led her to cut her own body with a screwdriver, with a screwdriver, my friends, and to threaten her very own adoptive mother with knives. Now, counselors of all sorts and types were unable to bring inner healing dirt into this precious young girl's life. So obviously she suffered silently. And the Baptist church that they attended, they were ill-equipped 
They were ill-equipped in dealing with the heart issues, the broken heart issues, and the evil spirits that tormented her. So they ended up turning to a friend who knew about our mission, about our work in the area of deliverance and their healing. Thus, their arrival to our meetings in Richmond, Virginia. The first thing I noticed about Nadia was her eye. Since I share in meetings throughout the world, there's something about the eyes. Well, Jesus says so. Jesus says the eyes are the lamp unto the body. If your body's bad, your eyes will be bad. If your body's good, your eyes will be good. There's much to be said about the eyes. Her eyes, Nadia's eyes, were indwelt with evil. I saw it. They stared at me with murder and with rage. They darted around the room wildly. It looked, I'll just be honest with you, it looked beyond your average evil. It looked extraordinary evil was coming through her eyes. But I also saw a little girl that was in deep, deep pain. An orphan who was crying for help. Well, this mission is about rescuing souls, and we are rescuers, and as such, we intervene in Jesus' name. However, the Holy Spirit prompted us to minister to her adopted mother, for she needed help. For she had been invaded by demonic powers who held captive parts of her broken heart. I mean, these parts were released and the demons removed, and as I ministered to the parts, Nadia stood up and walked swiftly out of the room. She went right out the door, slamming it on the way out. Now her adopted father chased her down and brought her back into the room. Now, after seeing her adoptive mother healed and liberated, we began to reach out to Nadia. And within minutes, Nadia broke down and began to sob like a little baby. As little baby parts of our broken heart were surfacing. As was some toddler parts. All of them were taken to Jesus and were supernaturally healed by his gentle love. As these little ones were surfacing, they wanted to be cradled and called upon. Mommy, along with the numerous little parts, many demons were surfacing, and they were driven out in Jesus' name. Nadia's face was drastically changed. Her disposition was one of utter peace and happiness. Her eyes were no longer darting around, but had experienced stabilization. Jay, my heart. Feels really good. I've never felt this good before, she shared with me. I feel so light and restful. This former orphan found peace with God. And it brings me great, great joy to see this little orphan finding peace with God. What a beautiful time it was as her face just simply shone like a holy angel. God loves orphans and rescued this precious girl. From demonic torment. And what was really exciting was Nadia and her parents stayed for the duration of the 12 hour meeting, watching so many others find freedom in Christ. She even gave me a hug. And this from a girl that looked at me at the beginning with anger and mistrust and doubt. For a time, I had I had sensed that she thought I was simply crazy for the things I was teaching on. I even asked her, I said, after her deliverance, I said, You, you thought I was a nut job for a while, didn't you, Nadia? She said, Yep. She laughed, and I, I really thought you were crazy, Jay. Now, but my friends, not only did Jesus set this woman free from many evil spirits, but, but Jesus brought deep inner healing into her life, meeting, merging untold numbers of her broken heart. And after ministering to this family, I proceeded to pray over some, some former Hindus from Guyana. 
And as I did, powerful Hindu demons surface and battle me. We hate you, deliverance ministers. The demon would scream at me. We really hate you a lot. And many of these Hindu spirits surfaced, hoping to stay within their bodies. One fierce spirit named Kali battled me and spoke proudly. We will never leave her. She needs us. She calls upon us. The spirit informed me. We are here because of ancient blood covenants by our ancestors that were made many generations ago from thousands of years ago. She was working in conjunction with Jezebel. She is considered one of the most fierce of the Hindu spirits. She's often pictured with her one foot on her husband, Shiva, which, by the way, speaks volumes of her connection with Jezebel. Kali was determined to face me down. We really hate you, she warned me. Could you just leave us alone as we want to hinder her ministry? Turns out that this woman was a powerful minister of the gospel in her own right who works heavily involved heavily involved in the deliverance ministry. No wonder she was a target of the enemy. There's many of us. Some of us entered because her pastors laid hands on her, and we transferred from them into her. We see this quite often. Many are submitting to ungodly pastors and thereby allowing these people to transfer demons from their lives into others. This precious woman revealed that the pastors often warn the congregation that if they were ever to leave, to leave, God's judgment would be upon them. That's sad. Moreover, these pastors refuse to recognize this dear woman, who worked so powerfully in setting the captives free, and as such caused a great amount of pain to develop within her spirit. Her heart was shattered. Her heart was shattered. As she so wanted to be affirmed and loved. This happens all too often. Many pastors are hindering many fine ministers of the gospel and thus quenching the work of the Holy Spirit. It's time for the body of Christ to affirm, to respect, to honor the precious disciples who are called into the gospel work. We ought to, not to discourage, but encourage the workers of the kingdom. Demons took advantage of the inner pain and took captive of many hard parts. They explained to me clearly that he would not be letting them go. I began to ask the holy angels of God to surround the demons and to strike them with their mighty swords. And as they did, the demons moaned in utter defeat and were greatly weakened. I again battled the demons, and they were resigned to the fact that they were greatly outnumbered in this particular war with darkness. Along with Jezebel, there were many Hindu spirits. There was also many spirits of the water, of the spiritual water underworld that literally took many of the parts of our heart and forced them to participate in unholy initiation rites for demonic marriage purposes. There is a spiritual reality found in the deep waters of the oceans of the world. Much can be said about these spiritual dark kingdoms. However, I know the power of Jesus Christ who set the captives free, and I have been able to to help many in this area. For I have been freed from Masonic curses that brought horrible torment into my life. I understand how Jesus could set people free. Jesus rescued me while growing up in these mind-controlling groups just as, as this woman was a, a part of. The demons within this woman were, were relentless and wanted to battle. 
So I continued to ask the holy angels to battle alongside me, and they did with great power. As I said, the angels are here to minister alongside of us. They're here to help us. And on this day, they greatly assisted. With demons battled on, they said, I told you, man of God, we have her. Though these though these demons made these claims, I had this deliverance worker reject the lies and to formally renounce the many rituals and covenants that were entered into her by her ancestors and by some of her parts. They were specifically broken in Jesus' name, and freedom was found. The peace, the inner joy was so evident upon this upon this woman as the Holy Spirit worked to bring liberation in their life. Now, while ministering to these ladies, others were miraculously healed and delivered. And this happens in many of our public meetings as the Holy Spirit, begins, Holy Spirit begins to liberate those who are in attendance, who are open to His work in their lives. And by the way, we're going to be offering special courses at our new Freedom Fire International School on how to identify these kinds of dark kingdoms and its specific spirits, Spirit husbands and spirit wives, spirits of the underworld, water underworld. The spirits that are working and the means to defeating them. Be sure to sign up today so you might be equipped to minister effectively at ifreedomfighter.org. ifreedomfighter.org. Now, the very last part of the meeting was extraordinary. It included ministry to a youth pastor who had suffered greatly as she experienced abuse, along with ha racial hatred, by multiple family members through the years, including enduring sadistic violence at the hands of her own stepfather. My heart was deeply burdened for this precious saint who loved Jesus. While praying, a demon rose up from within her. Immediately, I called upon the old holy angels of the living God to pick her up, off her chair, and to bring her to the front of the meeting hall. And then without hesitation and without any human aid, the holy angels obeyed and picked her up and placed her in the chair. I placed in front of everyone. It's interesting to note that after the deliverance, this youth pastor questioned how she ended up in the front of the hall. As she did not recall walking to the chair and sitting down, we explained that she went into a demonic trance and that the angels had picked her up and ministered to her. Without even being near to this woman, I asked the angels to minister, and they quickly restrained the evil spirits and reached out to the many parts of her broken heart that needed healing. I asked the angels to war against the demons, and they did as they struck the demons with their swords. Furthermore, the angels of the living God utilized healing oil and water to pour in the precious parts that needed a refreshing touch of the love of God. The angels also gave gifts to the little parts, and many of the parts testified of seeing Jesus. Many, many, many demons were commanded to release this young woman, and they entered the pit. And in these last North American missions I, I, uh, I was a part of, I witnessed dozens of these kinds of angelic miracles where the angels appeared and worked on our behalf. This is an amazing aspect to our mission that one rarely will see anywhere in the world. And we are seeing this often. And after this brief break, I'm going to share with you what happened in Africa. I'll be right back after this brief intermission.
what's up? This is Michael Tate with a reminder for all Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. It's easy to dismiss computer-based social networking as a waste of time and resources. But like other media advancements throughout history, ministries, including the Voice of the Martyrs, are seeing value in staying connected via Facebook and Twitter accounts and hosting online discussion groups. For example, members of the Be A Voice Network are sharing prayer requests, reporting on conferences, and providing updates on persecuted believers from around the world. Are you plugged in? Got a story, prayer request, or burden to share? Your entry point is persecution.com. Africa, and I conducted scores of exorcisms in Johannesburg, in Petra Teeth, in in the Durban area. We held private meetings, public meetings, and let me tell you, my friends, we witnessed extraordinary miracles and many angelic miracles. Now I'm hoping to, in a in a uh, recent, hopefully in a near in a, here in the near future, I'll be able to to share more of these miracles. But let me tell you, they were extraordinary on many different levels. Each meeting, more and more people attended, and the spiritual power just power just simply increased each night. I conducted dozens and dozens of exorcisms and seen many miraculously healed and delivered. Delivered from curses of generational witchcraft and sorcery. The manifestations were extremely violent. I remember in one exorcism, I was threatened to be murdered by a demonic spirit named Baal, who was within a woman who was attending the meetings. This precious woman, this I mean, this precious woman's father had once dedicated her to Satan. Thus, the great torment she suffered from all of these years. And the demons screamed at me. They said, "I'm going to kill you." I'm going to kill you. Baal was furious. As we had expelled earlier Jezebel and her companions, she lost her right to stay within this woman, and now Baal was desperate. As Baal was furiously battling me, I called upon the holy angels of the living God, and they quickly assisted me in the ministry deliverance. We witnessed the holy angels drawing their swords and piercing the invading demons that sought to stay within their victims. Many demons were, th- were throwing people on the ground. And on, on and the holy angels, we, we called upon the holy angels. And they assisted us in picking them up, pick, literally picking them up off the ground without any human aid being necessary. No one was touching these people. I was simply speaking to the angels. The angels were helping me. They were picking these demonized people. They were thrown to the ground, picking them up, and placing them in chairs. They restrained the ministry, and they offered their mighty powers. These precious holy angels were readily being used by us to minister in so many lives. And as a result, numerous spirits of divination, the occult, Satanism, witchcraft, and sorcery were confronted in Jesus' name and driven out. Soul ties were broken. Curses were renounced. Curses broken. 
And as these spiritual rights were being removed, demons surfaced and tried to deter us from casting them out. One demon even wanted to make a deal with me. I'll give you five million if you just leave, just allow us to stay, the demon said. And they offered to make a deal with me with the hopes of me taking up on the offer. But the signs and wonders that were evident there in South Africa, as, as we saw mighty deliverances and healings and other kinds of miracles, such as miracles, angelic miracles, which are stunning, amazing. So many were trained, encouraged, and healed. I dealt with human interjects, cursed objects, multitude of evil spirits, broken hearts, ancestral dissociative identities, and various kinds of strange diseases that these demons had brought into so many lives. And in each case, souls who were released from demonic bondage and many hearts parts surfaced and were supernaturally healed by the power of God. Many of the parts testified of seeing Jesus. Even a number of pastors remarked to me that they had never seen anything like this before. The fullness of the gospel in operation, the preaching of the gospel, the healing of bodies, the repairing of broken hearts, and the casting out of demons. So many... So many miracles. And I remember in one meeting, and when I was preaching at a local church, God was pleased to confirm the preaching of his word with extraordinary sound, signs and wonders. And it was interesting. After conducting my message, I led everyone in Holy Communion and then began to pray for those afflicted with evil spirits and those sick with infirmities. Immediately, powerful satanic spirits surfaced within a woman that had an extensive background in the occult and Satanism, as her family was involved. They were very violent and bloodthirsty spirits, hell-bent on killing me. They literally attempted to eat me as they opened their mouths like a wild beast and tried to chew on my body. They aggressively pushed me. They tried to strangle me. They threw Bibles. They threw the Holy Communion. They spat on me. It was disgusting. My face was often the target of the spit, as they just spat on me without her hatred. We hate you, the spirits forcefully told me. We'll never leave her. You know what I did. I called the fourth, the holy angels of the living God there in South Africa, outside of Johannesburg. And they came and assisted us in ministering to her as the demons battled me with extreme violence and hatred. There were African marine spirits along with an Islamic spirit called Baboon and a spirit named Dr. Gogo, an Islamic doctor, that had the ability to transform into a baboon, whom the family knew, who cruelly inserted satanic needles within her body to torment her. A group of local believers had extracted a number of physical needles from her body already. The marine spirits revealed that she was forcefully taken to various spiritual underwater kingdoms where they offered her as a sacrifice. Moreover, in this demonic kingdom, she was forced to dance in rituals with various kinds of sea monsters that tortured her. Horrific, horrific demonic activity. However, these Luciferian spirit beings were confronted in the power of the Holy Spirit and were cast into the pit. And so many other souls were dramatically delivered during the morning service. Many of those with dissociation, those with human interjects, were cured also. The tangible presence of the living God was felt by all. Many for, and for, for many, many hours, we ministered to those who were sick and afflicted. And Jesus cured many from demonic possession and other afflictions. God is faithful. And in ministry, my friends, 
You might be in South Africa. You might be in Europe, Australia, Asia, North America, South America. It doesn't matter where you're at in the world. God has his angels. God has his precious angels to serve alongside of us. And in my left hand, I hold the scriptures, and I like to, to read to you a most powerful passage that I believe will encourage you when, when speaking of these on the subject of God's angels. It's a well-known passage for the book of Hebrews, chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits? The author of Hebrews is writing about the, about the holy angels. Are they not ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who inherit salvation? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who inherit salvation? God's angels have been sent to you and I, my friends, to minister alongside of us. Call upon them. We are in Jesus Christ. We have the authority to call upon them. Did not Jesus call upon them? Did they not submit to Jesus? For, well, we are in Jesus. Colossians 3.3, 3, for we are hidden in Christ. Since we're hidden in Christ, we have all his power. We have all his authority. We can call forth angels. Did not Jesus promise in the Gospel of John chapter 14 that we would do even greater works than he? The scripture is very clear. We can call forth these angels in South Africa and Europe, wherever you may be. You might, that's a privilege, and that's your inheritance. There's many things we have inherited. We've inherited God's blessings, his power, his authority, and the presence of his holy angels. We're not to worship angels, obviously, but we're, we're, we can call upon them. We can ask them to minister alongside. Besides, angels love ministry. They love to serve, especially in warfare. Call upon them. Use them. And watch these demons flee in Jesus' name. Well, my friends, I want to encourage you, if you have an opportunity, to email me at j at jbartlett.org, j-a-y at jbartlett.org, and request my copy of the Exploring the Unknown, the Strange, and the Supernatural book. It's available for you for free, those of you in North America and Europe. Exploring the Unknown, the Strange, and the Supernatural, an extraordinary book that I wrote many, many years ago. I think over a decade ago, I think this year, 2013, was 10 years, 10th anniversary, exploring the unknown, the strange of the supernatural, an eye-opening analysis of the, of the evil supernaturalism in our world. I believe this book will be a blessing into your life. Email me today at j at jbartlett.org. I bless you, my friends, in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.